Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everyone, and welcome to State of State. This podcast is presented by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your sports info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's NBA playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. We have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, right to UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options, plus your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home head to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action be sure to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit state of state is presented by bet online where the game starts also state of state is a proud supporter of blue white outfitters blue white outfitters was created as a retail shop meant to highlight the confidence competitiveness and fearlessness of the elite athletes found throughout the history of Penn State University. All sales from Blue White Outfitters directly benefit Penn State student athletes. Visit www.bluewhiteoutfitters.com today. Penn State is of course linebacker you. So joining us on this week's edition of State of State is active Penn State linebacker, a junior out of Frackville, Pennsylvania, Tyler Elsden joining us. He and his magnificent mustache are here on YouTube, especially for those of you listening, you're just going to have to imagine it. Tyler, how are you feeling mentally, physically, considering you guys just got done spring ball and training camp is right around the corner? Yeah, I feel great. Uh, ball's definitely rolling. It's going fast. It's like It seems like every year I've been here, it gets faster each one. But we had a great, great spring ball, summer workouts right now, just kind of player-led stuff. I've been going really good, so I'm really excited to get you know, closer to camp, start playing football again. I really want to dive into what your experience has been like getting recruited by Penn State and your time in high school, um, and then obviously what it's all been like for you in Happy Valley, how you're feeling about the team right now. But I do want to touch on some of the things that you're doing off the field because you have some tremendous pursuits uh, in the world of nonprofits. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I've touched in a few different nonprofits. Um, Darby's Warriors Support Organization right now is the most recent one. I've done a little bit of work with children and youth and orphanages, especially in state college, raising money around the holidays. And I work with Adam Talaferro um, for his foundation. I had, a, I had a good friend of mine that suffered a spinal cord injury. So we kind of, you know, linked up because of that. And, you know, me and Adam both were 43. So we, we stay in contact a bunch. Um, so I actually have some things in the future this summer. Hopefully I could uh, finalize to, you know, raise a little more money for that. So I'm excited. There's a lot going on, but it's been it's been pretty good. Beautiful. Any way we can help, please let us know. Uh, yeah. In regards to that uh, number 43, what's the story for you being given number 43 at Penn State? Yeah, so I wore 40 in high school. Uh, so when I got here, Jesse Lucetta was on the team. He wore 40, so I couldn't necessarily get that. So honestly did a little bit of research about, like, Penn State numbers, like history, LBU numbers, what, like, Paul Pozuzny wore, Sean Lee, guys like that. And 43 I put down, um, just kind of one of those numbers. Like, I, I saw – I was like, 40s, I like the 40s anyhow. Um, and I ended up getting it. But the cool thing about it is – so my buddy, his name is Jaden. When Jaden got hurt, spinal cord injury, um, Adam Teleferro was one of the first people to reach out to Jaden. 
saw him in the hospital, visited him a bunch. And then obviously I got 43. So we were kind of connected through the spinal cord injury of my, of my friend, obviously Adam suffered it. And then I just was given the number 43 and it was just kind of meant to be, it wasn't like a, a number that I sought after. Um, but now that I have it, I have meaning behind it, it gives it purpose. So it's, it's super special to me, but it's neat. That's, that's beautiful. And you guys have Dan Connor on the coaching staff. So I imagine maybe he was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to give you my number, man, but yeah. Yeah. Dan Connor's a great guy, but yeah. Justin, am I right? Josh Hull was 43. Do I have that right? Yeah. It's my roommate actually he took the words. I don't really? know you're naming all the guys that I play with uh, Paul was Leslie. I play with, you know, uh, uh, what you just said, Mike Hall, Sean, Lee. Mike Hall. Yeah. Sean Lee we came in the same recruiting class all the way through. So yeah, that linebacker, you strong tradition. With that, can we stay on the uh, the Darby's the Darby uh, nonprofit a little bit? Can you explain a little bit more of that excursion or like the nonprofit yeah. um, aspect of that? Because it's pretty interesting. I think the people should hear more about the yeah, details. So, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so it's kind of like presented to me um, by a guy, and it was the Champs Rise is like organization that kind of sets players up professionally and collegiate athletes with different nonprofits. So they reached out to me and they, they were talking about this, this Darby's foundation. And, you know, I did a little bit of research. Um, obviously I'm, I'm a big supporter of our like service members, United States military. Uh, I have had families and friends now that are currently in. So super special to me. And when they, they reached out and they said, is this something you'd, you'd like to support? Um, I was, I was absolutely, uh, I love the outdoors as well. So it's kind of the military, the outdoors. And obviously like we play football, there's a bunch of alpha males, military alpha males, cause it's kind of everything kind of mixed in, in together. So what they do is they, they raise money um, and then service members and veterans, um, they kind of take them on like outdoor excursions, hunting trips. Um, it could be fishing, uh, deer, turkey, wild, like um, waterfowl and stuff like that. So there's a bunch of different things they do. Um, but I think they, they've had over a couple hundred last year. They plan on growing even more to like host more, um, you know, service members. And they're, they're currently building a, a lodge. So it's going to be like a full on experience for these people to come in, enjoy a weekend, maybe even a week. Um, just really kind of help the, the process of transitioning from military life back to um, civilized life, if you will. And just kind of like a rehabilitation thing. That's one thing I always tell guys. I love fishing now. I love hunting. It gives me a time to like kind of settle down. It gives me a break. It's peaceful. Um, so that's kind of like the message behind it. Their like mission, I guess. So Not, it's super amazing. Special. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. That's a healthy hobby. Uh, hobby as well. Like when we talk about transitioning out of whether it's combat or transitioning out of sports. I know a lot of guys find themselves in golf or whatever that might be to find yourself into you know normal life because we know sports is pretty competitive and different ways of operating. We jump back into the football piece. I mean, we talk about linebacker you and all those different things being at Penn state. What's it like uh, playing for coach Manny Diaz? It's, it's interesting when your position coach used to be a head coach, it gives a different perspective on how they think about the game, how they prepare. Have you been able to pick up any insights from Manny Diaz since he's been there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So like you said, he was a head coach before. And honestly, the, the thing that sticks out to me about Manny um, he's a leader of men and maybe that's because he was in charge of full team. Uh, but every time he has us in a, as a unit or even as a whole collective team, offense and defense, he does a great job connecting with all the guys, uh, on a personal level. It's not always just about football. 
He talks about life all the time. He talks about family all the time. And he like really tries to make us feel comfortable and confident in our like area mm-hmm. in, in Lash um, to be able to communicate with each other on, on like as men. Uh, because one thing in like when you're in sports a lot, it, it's hard to talk to somebody if you're down, if you're hurt, if you're depressed, if you're not feeling yourself. But like he he promotes that. Um, so he kind of takes like a father figure. But also, I think a lot of that comes from being a head coach. But yeah, he's a great guy, great coach. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of lot of production on the field with his with his play calling and stuff like that and his coaching. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. What would you say the one thing that kind of separates I guess you're the, the linebacker room, the linebacker you unit. What do you guys pride yourself on um, amongst well, the rest of the squad? Yeah, absolutely. So when you have the LBU stamp, it's kind of it puts a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, puts a lot of pressure on the unit. There's a lot of expectations. So the one thing that we've been focusing on a lot lately, and even since I like got the Penn State, even with uh, Coach Pry, was just being the leaders of defense. Like whenever somebody needs something, uh, if they feel you know, uneasy, whatever it is, go to the linebackers. We got to do everything right. We got to do everything with a purpose um, and we got to be dominant in everything. So I think it's just really embodying, you know, that linebacker position, just tough guy, you know what I mean? So tough and confident. So that, that's probably something that we focus on the most, but yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And cover those crossers, man. As a DB, you always get those crossers <laughs> in the back. Like linebackers, yeah. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Let that fly. That's <laughs> it's an inside DB uh, linebacker joke. But um, so can you tell us a little bit about how the summer is um, in terms of trainings? I always think of people always mention mat drills, right? In the winter, the six a.m. workouts, and that's always uh, a lot of emphasis put on that. But the summers get pretty grueling. Can you talk about your schedule? throughout the summer and how trainings are so the people that may yeah. not know what you guys go through yeah so we came back up here uh, not all of us it, it, right now in like a discretionary period so it's all player led um the lifts are pretty much player led workouts player led um seven ons anything extra uh this is really our time to really build chemistry and leadership just because the players are leading everything but um so we came in last week uh started on monday um the workouts are pretty good obviously once the temperatures gets hot like it gets harder, but uh, a lot of running focus, uh, agility, weightlifting, trying to get our bodies in the best shape possible going into camp. That's that's the main goal. But like I said, right now, it's all about the chemistry. We spend a lot of time together um, going different places, different events, eating together. Uh, this is really the time to bond just because we have more free time. Um, like I said, fishing, a bunch of us go fishing. A bunch of guys are in the golf right now. So guys are doing all that. But the workouts themselves, they can be challenging. Um, all, all, all workouts are at this level. You know you've played. Um, but now the, I, I think it's special now, the chemistry piece that we're building. That's a critical piece, the chemistry. And the, the fact that you guys have to come together in your own accord, right, where the coaches are out recruiting and they don't have uh, provisional workouts. So it's like you got to show up for one another. So I think it is a nice important part of the team building aspect especially for the linebackers right is the core piece put connecting the defensive front seven and in the back seven together being those leaders and eating together and all those things of like being team and friends like that summer piece I always thought was a critical part of how you can see the season transpiring so yeah absolutely yeah go for it Tom Tyler, who on the team, or it might be multiple guys, are those guys that get you through those workouts? You know what I mean? When it's really 
terrible yeah. and grueling. <laughs> yeah. So when, when Coach Losi gets his hands on us here in a couple of weeks, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get bad. Uh, obviously, <laughs> bad in a good way, Coach. Bad in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah in a good way. These, these uh strength coaches are just waiting. Um, we'll be running hills, pulling sleds, destructors, lifting weights, all that. But you know, we have a, such a good group of guys, a lot of leaders, um, and like I said, a lot of chemistry. So. You know, guys like Nick Dawkins, he's my roommate. He's a big voice. He's very, like, charismatic, stuff like that. Everybody looks at him all the time. Um, he's a hard worker. Keaton Ellis, he has a lot of experience under his belt. He's another great guy. Um, Dom DeLuca, play linebacker with him. Great leader. Olu Fashanu. We I could just keep naming guys. Um, we have a lot. There's a lot of young kids, too, that are, like, stepping up. And usually you got to kind of pull the young kids along, but these guys are – Right at your hip. So we have a we have a good thing going on right now. Um, nobody's really falling behind at all in any way. So a lot, a lot, a lot to look forward to. So that's great to hear that nobody's falling behind because the expectations yeah. obviously are huge for this upcoming <laughs> season, even from the outside. Who knows what it's like on the inside? Uh, yeah. in regards to your fellow teammates, who keeps it light? You know, when like like as I was mentioning, like when things are tough, like yeah, who who's the ball buster? Who's keeping things light? You know, Devon Elise is a guy that I think of right away. Um, honestly, the whole defensive line, like there's something different about defensive linemen. They just <laughs> like to have fun. They, they go hard. They're violent, man, but they like to have fun. But I, like I said, it's like the whole team. Like when we're in the locker room together, there's always dance battles. There's uh, freestyle battles going on. There's guys just playing different games. Um, so it, it's just fun. Like we have a lot of fun on this team. So. Yeah, I, I I can't really even pick like a specific dude. Like I go in the locker room, no matter who's in there, I'm having a conversation, a healthy conversation. I'm having fun. I'm joking around. Um, so I'm just blessed to be a part of the team. Honestly, it's it's a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. How's your How's your dancing? How's your freestyling? How's Ooh. that coming along? Well, that's that's the thing about me. I I don't, I don't have much of that. Um, <laughs> I'm more of the guy that kind of stands on the outside and just <laughs> smile and wave. And <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. Um, yeah, I can't dance. We we had to dance when we when we got there. I know that uh, game. As a freshman, we had to go like that's our introductory to the team is dancing. Man, it was bad. I, everybody forgets it was that bad, but I remember it was embarrassing. So I actually it's funny. I had a plan. So um, I was gonna do the Cotton Eye Joe. I don't know if you guys know that dance or it's pretty simple. It's easy. It kind of like fits my personality. But right before I got up, Tariq. Uh, Castro Field and Jesse Luketa like grabbed me and they're like, "Hey, what are you gonna do?" Told him like, "Nah, you're not gonna do that." Put a different song on, never heard but like before. It's a rap song, and like I I didn't listen to music like that when I got here. To be honest with you, now I do. It's on every day, but um, yeah, I was just out there thrown to the fire, and it was rough. So quite embarrassing. So I don't dance much anymore. I had my one experience, didn't go well, so it is what it is. Adaptability, that's, that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, adaptability. Um, Tyler, within this linebacker core, uh, a lot of people publicly are going to point towards Abdul Carter, Curtis Jacobs as two of the big names. You know, Curtis has been on the team for a while now, so a, a respected veteran. But the competition that I know Justin and I have seen for the remainder of the linebackers is significant. Yourself, yeah. Kobe King, 
Uh, Don DeLuca, who you just mentioned, has been a special teams ace and continues to make plays when he gets involved. And plus, uh, young guys, freshmen like Tony Rojas and Tamir Robinson were all over the place during spring ball. Uh, when you look at this group, what do you think the potential is? Maybe not this season, but at least down the line. Yeah, so right now, our expectation in the room is to be one of the best units in the country. We have the pieces. Like you said, we have vets. Uh, me and Curtis came in together. Curtis has a lot of playing time under his belt. We have guys like Abdul that, you know, was first year last year, but made made a statement. Um, we got Tony Rojas. Like you said, Tamir came in. Both of those guys exceeded expectations. Uh, Dom DeLuca was an ace. We have guys all over the room. Um, Kobe, me and Kobe going back and forth. That's great. Competition is going to literally bring the best out of you. So we have so much competition in the room. The way we look at it is like we have no excuse but to perform. So, our, like I said, our expectations be one of the best, and that's what we work towards every day. If you could, if you could give us a little insight, or maybe to the offense a little bit, man, talk about the defense, but you get you get one of the front row seats to the, yeah. you know, talented offense. How is it going against those tight ends with the new quarterback coming into the, the scene? How do they look on that side of the ball? Yeah, the first thing you said was tight ends. We have such an exceptional tight end room right now. Theo Johnson, Tyler Warren, Khalil Dinkins, new guys that come in. Megan Barnwell is a huge kid. So, yeah, massive. So, um, it's it's great to, like, get work with them. Obviously, we're in coverage with them sometimes with their block and stuff like that. Offensive line, like I said, my roommate's Nick, uh, Nick Dawkins. So, um, they kind of have a close relationship with a lot of these guys. Um, but it's – it's fun. It's challenging. They're a great offense. They're like really clicking. Obviously they have a new quarterback, younger guys that maybe haven't played as much as Clifford kind of hard to do that. Um, but we have some veteran wide receivers. Um, obviously Nick and Katron got a lot of playing time last time. So uh, there's some areas that were maybe young uh, on paper, but we have so much maturity and uh, experience on the offense, offensive side of the ball that, you know, I have no worries. They, they did great things. This spring ball, um, a lot to look forward to, and they spend a lot of time now in the summer. Like getting together, it's good to see the young quarterbacks pulling the pulling the offense together, getting extra routes in, getting timing. Um, offensive lines always working bag drills together. So a lot of special things going on on that side of the ball for sure. That's great to hear. Not to compare too much. I know we, you're coming from having a quarterback that was at Penn State for six years now into kind of a new era with Drew. How has it been? With just the the guys that have been in the, on the offense coming around a new quarterback, like the cohesiveness or just the chemistry that you speak of on defense, right? Because they're yeah. player led workouts this offseason, so you really get to see individuals' leadership skills just amongst your peers. How's that looking without too much going through? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like like I said, um, there's a lot of guys. Like, I think the receiver room helps a lot. You guys got like Keandre uh, Lambert Smith, um, Malik Mega. Those guys have been there for a while. Um, Amari Evans, um, got a little time, obviously in the spring game, uh, but all these guys work well together. Uh, if they have any questions, they're very, you know, like open to asking. They're not afraid to ask. Uh, and the quarterbacks, like I said, they spend a lot of extra time having conversations with the guys in like a classroom setting, extra film study. Like I see Bo and, and Drew Alar like watching film almost every day. There's a time period every time I walk by their room, they're sitting there. I'm like, what, <laughs> like, what are you watching at this point? But um, a lot of guys are just eager to learn. Students of the game and the offensive line has really kind of stepped up um, to kind of be that, that solid foundation piece in terms of the leadership. Um, obviously, you got big guys that are playing in the trenches. If they speak out, people are going to respect them. 
I'm seeing a lot more of that. So that's that's special too. So um, a lot of moving parts, but it's been it's been good. Are you a fan of rivalries? Are you a fan of smack talk? Do you like to stand out from the crowd at tailgates? If so, check out Smack Apparel and see what their team has geared up for football season. Their Let There Be White tee is the perfect gear for all those famous whiteout games at Beaver Stadium. Or get straight to the point with the worst tee for all the Ohio State haters out there. Smack Apparel has the must-have tees for all your teams, including pro and college football, plus basketball, baseball, every fan is covered. Head over to smackapparel.com and use the promo code STATE10, that's S-T-A-T-E-1-0, at checkout for 10% off. Again, that's smackapparel.com, promo code STATE10, at checkout. Why we're boring when you can wear smack. Are you looking for undeniably good hair and beard care? Then Maestro's Classic is perfect for you. Maestro's has beard washes, beard oils, beard butters, plus hair gels and pomades. It's one brand for every man. Visit maestrosclassic.com. That's M-A-E-S-T-R-O-S classic.com and use our promo code STATE20. That's S-T-A-T-E-2-0 at checkout for 20% off your order. Maestros Classic, crafting a better you. That's awesome. That's insightful as well. And another question, I mean, in the new era of college football, right, we talk about NIL a lot, but sometimes transfer portal gets the, the, the focus of the transfer portal or the guys going in the transfer portal. Never really speaking too much on how the team ingratiates people that transfer in. How yeah. has it been seeing the influx of players that come through the transfer portal that then come on the Penn State team and maybe leave Yeah, after a couple of months? Like, how is that? How does that operate amongst the guys? Yeah, so that it is very unique. Um, something I didn't experience in high school, obviously, and it's pretty new in college. But you know, they usually they come in. Um, the coaches do a great job recruiting the right kind of guys, and they honestly fit in right away. Um, all the guys that came in this summer are kind of mixing with us already, um, having conversations. Like I said, in the locker room, having fun like seems very natural, which is a good thing. Um, but when kids leave, it's a little weird. Just because, like, you get, like, a relationship with them, it's kind of, like, sad to see them go um, because people leave because of the draft, uh, eligibility's up, injuries and stuff like that. It's just another piece that people leave, so – which is hard. It could be hard, but it's also one of those things and and some situations, not every situation, uh, but some situations guys are able to leave, maybe play uh, at a lower level or just go somewhere that's more of a need in their position so they get to play the game that we all love, so – there's some good things of it, and there's some bad things. Uh, I will say it also creates more competition. And because if you're not performing on the field, um, pretty much just get anyone, you know what I mean, um, at any position group. When that time comes, like if, if there's a position on the field that's not performing well, it's like, okay, we need to pick someone up. So <laughs> it's, it's a little right. piece there. but Yeah, it's the reality of uh, that shock value of free agency to an extent, right? Because I know a lot of guys – get intro to that in the NFL you mentioned before coming on like hey this is the first time happening it's a lot of guys first time happening so you get to the NFL and you're like everything's cool everything's cool it's like nope a trade happens someone gets released and there's a new starter the next week so I mean there's a level of like you said it makes it to where iron sharpens iron guys got to stay on their toes and recognize that there's a business function behind what's going on in terms of the product that's put on the field so like that's connecting and I think that like you said that's valuable yeah <laughs> be able to take full advantage of what's going on so yeah, for sure. Happy to hear that, man. Tyler, Tyler, Zuck was, 
as I was mentioning, you know, you've got Dan Connor, uh, who's number 40. You, you can't touch at the moment, but uh, Dan Connor is a part of the staff, obviously a legendary Penn State linebacker. Are there other former Penn State linebackers that you've been in communication with since you got to get to got to campus and join the team that have helped you learn and grow to this point? Yeah, so a big one is another 43, uh, Brandon Short. Uh, we spent oh. time talking all the time, and he, he's such a great dude. Uh, was a great football player, but he's such a great dude. Uh, it's just recently in Pittsburgh, uh, he had a gala, went down there for his foundation, which is another foundation, is another thing, but um, spent time with him. Uh, he's really, really good dude. He helps me with like insight in terms of football, in terms of leadership, in terms of post football in life and stuff like that. So he'll reach out, ask how I'm doing, and I'll do the same to him. So he's he's been great. Um, and then like Dan Connor, like that was a guy like I, I looked up to. And then obviously having him on staff, being able to talk to him, talk to him about his experiences, and then just kind of like relate what I've been doing on and off the field to things that he was able to do. And it's kind of cool to see it's like – I guess it's kind of cheesy, but like one of your heroes growing up, you kind of live in a similar, a similar life, if that makes sense. So it's super cool to stay in contact with alumni. And obviously uh, at linebacker, you like there's, there's great linebackers to look up to and talk to. So it, it's been good. I love, like I got to meet Paul Pozosny. He probably doesn't remember. It was very brief before game, but like, that was so special. He went up, shook his hand. I was like, man, that's <laughs> like, this is crazy for me, but legend. I'm doing something similar that he did. We both played at Penn State, both played linebackers. So, yeah, it's it's cool. When you were playing the game growing up, you know, when you were young, when you were in high school, uh, did you see yourself developing into the type of player that you are now? Because when I see you on the field, you're very much the classic Penn State linebacker, thick neck, taped up hands, you know, eye black all over your face, dirt all over your uniform. It reminds me of Puzz. It reminds me of Dan Connor and all those names that we've just mentioned. But was that your style growing up? Yeah, so it was always like that. I remember it's probably fifth or sixth grade way back when, but um, I tried I tried gloves on for the first time. And I, I don't know why, I just random day, I just tried gloves on. And I ran the football a little bit, uh, a little running back action here and there. But I kept fumbling the ball. And I remember my dad, he was an assistant coach at the time, came over to me, ripped the gloves off, and he's like, no, like you're never going to wear these again, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and here we are. I'm 22 years old. I'm at Penn State, and I still don't wear gloves. So it's just kind of like something I was always, you know. And then I, I started this bloody knuckle mentality thing, BKM. That's what I call it. I've read on my tape um, in high school. And I played the similar, taped the wrist. High school, I didn't even tape my fingers, just the wrist. But I always played – very similar. And honestly, it's because of my area. Cold region, it's all downhill football. Um, we won a district championship. We didn't throw the ball once. Um, but it's always like we had a couple mud bowls. It was just very gritty. And obviously, a lot of guys don't get to play at this level. So it's just a lot of tough kids that half of them end up in trades and half like end up in the military. So you just got a bunch of a bunch of tough kids, blue collar guys. So it's just what I've been around, what I'm accustomed to. And then, like, Gino Capone, he played linebacker at Penn State as well. He went to North Google, um, and he had the neck roll and stuff like that. So it's just kind of – I guess it's just kind of in my blood now. Man, you just wound up at the perfect place. You really did. I mean, <laughs> you got the blue and white in your DNA. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I'm not attempting to get you in any trouble with Coach Franklin or anybody else because anytime he hears players, he said in the media, he's like, oh, if you're talking about, you know, making the Big Ten title game, college football playoff, national championship, he's going he's gonna to press that down. But I imagine in the locker room amongst yourselves, there's a lot of positivity right now. Yeah. The whole world, the whole college football world is talking about what Penn State could be this upcoming season. How do you guys manage that outside noise and just try and compartmentalize? Yeah, like you said, people say, what could we be? So we we recognize that. It's like, what could we be? We're like going to be what we like strive to be in every day, how we approach things. So we have lofty goals and expectations. Every team should. Um, we do focus, and Coach Franklin harps on it all the time, one day at a time. Like right now, main focus I already talked about is the chemistry and making sure when we get into camp, that we gel together perfectly and everything could just like everything kind of takes care of itself at that point. So, you know, a lot of guys are seeing a lot of praise um, in social media. A lot of guys are, you know, mock drafts, obviously Penn state wins and losses going into next season. Um, I personally call that stuff rat poison, all of it, the good and the bad is rat poison. Uh, if you're looking too much good, it's going to bring you down. If you're looking too much bad, it's going to bring you down. So you just got to be, and a middle ground, um, you got to stay hungry, but you also got to give yourself flowers now and then. I feel like we do a good job at that and just keep building off each other. Obviously, build off the of last season, but just focus on on today. I like how you said that, giving yourself flowers too, because you have to play you have to play football with confidence. And in order to play fast, you have to have confidence in what you're doing. Even, you know, sometimes it's not always perfect, but overemphasizing enthusiasm and effort sometimes covers up being perfect. But I wanted to jump into something that you said just for the listeners that maybe not understand. I mean, some maybe should know, but like what you're saying that you get to talk to Brandon Short, that's like a board of trustees member that played football. So like in this whole, I mean, NIL era, can you talk, is there any insight even from like a board of trustees member that's kind of gone through the whole scope or even having Dan Connor on staff, like guys that are in your position group at your school, like, I mean, it's just a really cool opportunity, but just sticking on the board of trustees member anything from his perspective that kind of gives you a different outlook on how to navigate the Penn State waters yeah so we didn't jump into it too much um, one thing I will say he just kind of reminds me to constantly be a positive image um, just because like obviously like he me and him talk he's on the board of trustees he knows people at that level but he also has an outreach to hundreds of thousands of people and he just said like constantly like promote yourself in a positive way, be a good man, shake people's hands, look them in the eye. Um, and just really, which is going to help me develop into a better man down the line. So I'd say, honestly, in NIL in, in general, um, it's allowed me to really express myself in different ways um, and just develop my social skills, my, my communication skills and, you know, a bunch. Um, I've met a lot of people that kind of work in the health policy world, which is what I'm studying. Um, and they've given me a lot of insight. It's kind of helped me get ready for internships. Um, had a couple offers there. So it's helped football wise, it's helped education wise, and it's helped like personal development. So it's all been, it's all been pretty, pretty good so far. You love to hear that. I mean, just for the listeners, listen, tuning in. I mean, that's like some of the benefits of the different avenues of NIL, right? Whether you're connecting with a board trustees member or a player that's on staff is right there being a, a bucket award winner that's able to give you advice on how to shuffle and hit the hole right and taking on contact. Um, what are your expectations for this upcoming season? 
Yeah, so my my main expectation is to just dominate each game. Um, it was my first year playing last year, starting last year. Um, it was the first time getting a lot of snaps. So the speed of the game fell fast sometimes, I'll be honest. Um, but one thing I noticed while even in high school, when I was a freshman, the game seemed super fast. By the time I was a senior, it fell super slow. So just continuing to like do my film study, continuing to get reps, continuing to ask questions. Um, I hope the game slow down. The game will slow down. Uh, that's that's what I practice towards. And then that will allow me just to play the game freely. Um, don't think too much. I'll have another year of, you know, the system under my belt. Uh, so I won't have to like learn on the fly. Obviously, there's something new to learn every day. But when you get the majority of it kind of in your back pocket because you've already been there, done that, um, you could play faster, play smarter, and just kind of like help everyone else around you. So, and obviously, I want to be a leader on the defense. I want people to look at me and it's like this guy knows what he's what he's doing. He could play hard. He could get the job done. So, continuing to build relationships on the team, and just kind of pushing everyone to be a better version of themselves. Amazing, Tyler. That's excellent. We really appreciate you joining us here. Obviously, the legacy of linebacker you is in very good hands. Like I said, I think you fit perfectly into the DNA of what a linebacker at Penn State uh, has been for a number of years and probably will continue to be. You're in a fantastic core guys right now. So uh, thank you very much for everything that you're doing. That, and good luck with these workouts this summer. They sound just <laughs> awful, and I'm really yeah. glad I'm not doing them. Thank you. Uh, it helps me get my, my summer body ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, you get that farmer's tan. Yeah. Farmer's tan is going to be there, but, you know, try to get this belly off me, my winter belly. So uh, I'll be ready for the beaches here shortly. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Tyler. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank Thanks, you. Tyler. Appreciate it. Thank you all so much for joining us. This episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, let us know what you think of the show on Twitter, at TheKing1 and at Tom Hannafin. State of State is presented by Bet Online. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.